1: Hello and welcome to Stretford Paddock, and this is the Devils Podcast. Joining me today is Alex. How are you?
2: I'm good. Good. It's been a while since I've done something other than a match day video, which is good. It's good to be back. Good to have you on. Good to, to everyone.
1: Uh, and Jay as well. How the Devils are you? Oh, nicely. They never get sold. I'm no. good, mate. Yeah, I'm excited. Good. What are you excited for? Just you know. What are you, what are you being excited for? We're not allowed to be excited as Man United fans. We have to be wistful and upset. <laughs> yes,
3: I'm excited because we've got Champions League football next mm-hmm. season. I'm excited because we've still got the Europa, which, yeah. all right, it's not the most glamorous competition, but it's a trophy, we're still in it. Yeah. And we don't have the pressure of needing it to, to get into the Champions League. And also, yes, it's silly season with transfers, which can get a bit annoying, mm. but even that's a little bit exciting, isn't
1: it? Yeah, to start with, it's fun. This Sancho deal better happen, but you're talking there about Europa. We're talking about Champions League. Are you looking forward to Europa League now? Are you looking forward to it more or less? Obviously, there's less pressure on it now. Does that mean you can sit and relax and enjoy it, or does it mean you sort of think, well, who cares? I think
2: we've got options now where we can use it as I think people have said that you know these first couple of games we can almost say throw a few of the kids in, put different people, and we don't have to use the same team with you for the past month to try and get us through the over the line in the Premier mm-hmm. League. So doing that. And now, and then maybe bring the other players back and almost use it like a mini, more competitive pre-season towards the end of it, if we do get through and, and things like that. So I think I'm looking forward to it. It should mm. be. It's going to be a lot more enjoyable than it was when we're trying to get a Champions League spot and that's the only way we're going to get it. Which is So it's much better.
1: Yeah, that was rough, wasn't it? That was rough.
2: It was the, the, the problem with that was that Jose
3: gave up in January on the league. So like, week in, week out, you're watching shit. Mm. Like, you know, we're yeah. just playing... A, a, a reserve team not on a completely reserve team but resting players in the league for like the game and drawing and losing against the likes of Swansea and Hull and teams like that. I just remember thinking you know what is going on here and then yes we won it and I've always said you know the winning the Europa was great especially coming so soon after the Arena attack and it gave us all a lift and, and I was there in Stockholm and it was, it was a, a fantastic evening but it was one of those competitions where you thought right whatever see this again mm, as soon yeah. as it ended it's like right I don't want to come back and see Robb yeah. again obviously we're back here but it's a different circumstance and you know we completed the set of course and, and all that sort of stuff but yeah like Baggers is saying it's a good opportunity to see like you say practice and get ready for like a, almost like a pre-season also to see where, what level some of these youngsters are at yeah. because I think players like say Jimmy Garner for example how far off the team is he. Mm. You know, we've got Matic who's getting on a bit. I know he's only thirty one and, and I get where you know people coming from with that, but we know we can't play week in, week out. The question marks perhaps on how much you can rely on the likes of Fred and McSomene. Ghana is one that may be called upon next season. So you can use it people like him, led uh, maybe one or two of us, I'm not sure. Levitt as well, maybe. Levit, yeah. I think Ted and Mengi's the one as well. Ted and Mengi, I, yeah, I mean, creation. I watched
2: him in that youth game this year and he's ridiculous. Like, you could see he was levels above everyone else at that kind of level. So it's kind of seen where does where does he fit at this level, especially with, you know, he played the game at Astana, but he played alongside another youth team player. But maybe you put him alongside a Lindelof or a Maguire for one of these games and you see where, where he kind of sits in that. And that'll be interesting to see because if he is... Close, you know, there's all this talk now about centre-backs that we're being linked with or maybe we need another one. Can him and Zabi be the ones that are pushing Lindelof and, and Baye and, and Maguire out of the team? Which would be ideal, really.
1: Are you even remotely like allowing the concept to ahead your head that if we play just all youngsters who, let's not forget, haven't played football in six months, we're not getting 5-0, are we? We're not. it's not going to be it's if, what game? if it's 3-0 no. down at half time because we've played what against Lask yeah no, is there a I chance no. no matter who we play because the f- under 23s and the under 18s haven't played since they've not game. even been in tra- most of them haven't even been in training I
3: mean don't forget against Lask away we didn't play our strongest team necessarily that's true
1: Yeah. Nil. and
3: we still walked it yeah, um, Pereira and it's that's an what I mean beauty. you know it was like coming to out, coming have out a game because you're going to get a goal sort of, yeah. sort of stuff so even if he plays some of the kids I don't see them um, getting beat I don't see this becoming like a I just don't I, I even not even, a, be even a, a cynical. Well, what a have we got here? No, no. Nah, I, I just can't see it. I but can't imagine like,
2: it. Like you said there, I think the fact that a lot of these lads haven't even been in training, so I think he's going to have to play a lot of the the younger lads. He's going to have to play a couple of the mixed experience lads. You know, he's going to have to put, like I said, may, maybe Mengi plays, but I think a Lindelof or a Maguire has to play alongside him. Mm. Same in midfield. I think maybe Garner plays, but I think you might see. One of Bruno or Pogba, maybe, or someone you know, maybe a like Juan matter or someone like that play mm-hmm. alongside. I don't think it's gonna be a complete. It's not gonna be a starner. It's not gonna be. Why not though? Full. Because, because in not that been, game, they've literally haven't been training. Yeah. These lads haven't been at the at Carrington. been training. I think there's been the lads that got invited to first team training. The rest of them have been told, "Do what you want, lads." Mm. I think
3: some of them need games as well. I think even like McTominay and Matter. Yeah, yeah. They've not played. You can but play like McTominay, Fred Mata, <laughs> and yeah, They've not kicked a ball.
1: McTominay or, or, or one of McTominay or both. Uh, him and Fred will start Matter I think will start as well Egalo I reckon will start yeah. Pereira or Lingard He's, yeah maybe, you know, it must be all those I players mean, last time game. was Lee
3: Grant won it in goal mm. I think you're not going to do that again I think you give Romero, Romero. A, a game I, I presume maybe. so anyway maybe, cause m- maybe, maybe Romero plays towards the end of yeah.
2: it as well. maybe you play, play yeah, Lee Grant in this Grant one game
3: I, I always think our
1: reason to be at the club
2: our
3: sort of second string isn't that bad it's just not title challenging or no, not, not top eight, four it's challenging like if we lose Bruno and Pogba or, you know, maybe a a Martial, whatever, we're in trouble if we want to go for a title challenge or top four challenge. But if we're in the Europa and the likes of Bruno, Pogba, Martial and Rashford Mm. arrested, I still think we've got a decent enough squad to challenge for that competition. And
1: after this, you talk about challenging. After this game, which as I was trying to push the... The only real potential we have of anything close to a risk of this tie, where we maybe play all the indirect teams who haven't played a game, yeah, but yeah. even then I don't think we'd lose five nil. Um, after this, then we've got. You see the Copenhagen or Istanbul, Bashiq I think isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Again, you would assume, and no offense to those two teams, whom which I don't really know much about. Um, You've got it's gonna you know if you're the if you're Paul Pogba or Bruno Fernandez or Marshall or
2: Rashford you've probably got two or three week holiday now have not you Yeah, they're not going to play that game. I, know no. I, I think there might be a couple of them on the bench. They'll be on the bench, yes. There might be a couple on the bench, but I don't think they're going to play that stronger team. I think that I think those are the kind of games, especially the Istanbul. If we've got Istanbul, mm. you know, to do a two leg game, have to go there. That'd have been horrible. Imagine that in the mm. middle of what we've just gone through. Because that's what yeah, it would with their have fans been. and everything. With their Although, fans, I don't know what the their travel fans are to like, Turkey's never, Turkey's never as good and things yeah. like that. You know, it's that'd have been on another level. Whereas now, neutral ground, mm. they've not got that kind of backing, not got that same kind of feel. I think that we should beat either of them teams. Mm. Teams, and then it gets state. interesting, and then it gets the bigger teams. Then you've got like a bit of Rome, a bit of Wolves, Sevilla, Inter Milan for the. For the round after that and things like that, that's when it's G- closer to a Champions League style standard, really.
3: There are a couple of players that, no matter what, I would give the whole competition off. I would give Marcus the whole competition off, and I would give Bruno so. the whole competition mm-hmm. off. I know that's not going to be popular because people say we get to the final, bring it back in, we can win it. I just think they need a break, break. They look yeah. gone. Have a month Marcus off. had a broken back for fuck's sake Give them a month off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he's not recovered from it properly. He yeah. hasn't, and it's like he's still been. You know, he was man of the match against Palace. I don't yeah, care what Lionel says. And he still like got three goals and four assists or whatever when he came back. So it's not like he didn't turn up, mm. but you can see he's he's fatigued. Yeah, not just physically, mentally as well. It's a big strain. You know, Bruno, he was gone, but again, even when he's gone, he'll get goals, he'll mm. get assists. But he needs a break because he was carrying a sporting team, mm. and then he came to us and carried us. Yeah, so yeah, it's like these guys need. For me personally, I think just forget about that you've done your bit, you've got a Champions League football, go and have a an holiday, mm. come back for the start of the season and come back refreshed because let's not forget, you could play them just in the semis and the final and then they could bring that fatigue with them to the start of the Premier League season.
1: But is there is there an argument to be made that if you look at a normal season, so let's say you end in mid-June, uh, mid-May, then you may be, or if we're challenging for a trophy, it would be sort of toward the end of May, wouldn't it? Uh, Europa League final. Then they would come back at late June. So they have a month off roughly, don't they usually? So from now, what is it? the Thursday the 30th 30th, so they've had from Sunday the 26th or whatever it would have been um, and when's the final of the Europa League this year is it the 19th or the 22nd if they just come back for the final that's been their month off and then they can almost treat the Europa League as pre-season or do you think they won't be in the the frame of mind to come back straight for that I get where
3: you're coming from in terms of the times but you know you don't have that many games towards the end of the season crammed together the way we are. No, I know, yeah. And, and, Ma- and Marcus, as I keep going back to, had a broken back. I don't want yeah. to keep... And, wasn't, and
1: was only <laughs> back fit for maybe three or four weeks before the season returned. Yeah, he wasn't... I think it, like Paul Pogba, sorry, was was back to fitness toward the start of lockdown, wasn't yeah. he? And he was just... He, was, he, was, in the, he was in the yeah. mix yeah. for the
3: Spurs game when we yeah. thought it was going to go ahead at the original Rashford, yeah. time. Rashford only right. had
1: three or four weeks before so,
3: we came back. I just feel like that. I feel those mm-hmm. two players, I know they're vital to our team but I just feel like well, Maguire as tickle. well. Playing yeah, maybe Maguire, yeah, you can maybe throw him in the mix. I've heard a couple
2: of things as well, though, that the teams that do well in Europa, Champions League, whatever, will be given 30 days, whatever. So if we That's get not five, confirmed yet, though. That's there's the a couple thing. of things oh, right. anyway, Maybe so they're going to get cabinet, 30 right. days anyway, which means, which I'm kind of, but you even know what, so that even that still, that means that we're going to have 30 days off and then have Saturday Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, yeah. Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. So I don't
1: know what because that that's really just cramming more games into the same into in the same amount of games into a smaller period. And just my main it, concern
3: is we start the Premier League season with players that still haven't fully recovered mm. yeah, because this this yes I'm I'm United fan I want to win trophies yeah I'm not one of those who says oh well, you know we're not gonna have a fucking open top parade because we finished third yeah you want trophies yeah that's yeah. what we're sort of yeah. brought up on and I'd love us to win the Europa because it is a trophy it's a European trophy. You know, obviously and It's difficult won't win to it. win as well. Yeah, of course honest. it is. You know, it'd be an achievement. And I think Ollie, you know, it'd be great for him as well to get yeah. a trophy, get something he's tangible he can hold on to. But I don't want it to come at the expense of we start next season with players that are still knackered.
1: So here's a question for you then. So the two options or the three options are either you let the players have a break now and yeah. come back for the later stages that's yeah. and that's their sort of end of season break. You either let them have half a break now, half a season, half a break afterwards. So two kind of half breaks yeah. in the time that you were mentioning, or you make them play through now as they would have done, and then have that twenty thirty days afterwards. What what would you go for there? Is is half is two half a breaks as good as one longer break either side well, of, of, I the I now getting, of the I think I think
2: two three weeks will yeah. give them. They'll be back to how they were fitness wise. Players like Marcus, I think the ones that need to be. I think Bruno is just rest. I think two weeks will be. I think yeah, if he's had two enough. weeks, he can come back in. But Marcus, if he's struggling with his back which I've heard he is still maybe I get where you're coming from with Bruno I sort then, of understand yeah. that cause Just let, let, Marcus let in, let in let particular let get, like, is the one that I'm like because yeah. of the nature that he yeah, has yeah. to be Ma- Marcus maybe even Pogba as well with his ankle mm, Luke yeah. Shaw is he's not playing again kind of thing he's, is he he's, done for Europa he's done for Europa they've said he's not back so I think he's the,
1: What's we, we don't have an official diagnosis Ollie, on that, do we? I
2: think he was lying through his teeth saying he was fit for the, the and I think with someone like
3: Shaw he's obviously had that I know it's not a different injury but there's no rush because you know, he had that horrific injury. I know it was a few years mm-hmm. ago now, but we don't need to rush him back. We've got Brandon Williams. Timmy Fosu-Mensa can play at left-back, mm. amazingly. Um, he's sort of thrown his height into the ring. So, yeah, do we really need... I, I think Luke Shaw's an important member of the team, but do we really mm-hmm. need to rush him back for this competition? No. no.
1: And we also, again, we have Laird, who is very exciting, very promising, um, full-back who can play both sides. Obviously, he's a right-back naturally, but we've seen Brandon Williams do the same thing. So yeah. there's, there's multiple people in that position who are... Available and fit and in a position to really like fight for their place in the It'd team. It'd be good they? to
3: see Laird actually coming. You make yeah. a point there at right back Cause because I think Wan-Misaku- Wan-Misaku needs a rest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, you, you never thought that earlier this season cause He's just like a machine who's playing playing practically every game, but the last few games in particular, he's looked knackered. Mm. Does Delo? And we know it's kick? not his levels. It's not. It's just he's tired.
2: Yeah. Does Delo get a kick at all in this, or uh, is he's he been gone? Sold, though, I probably he's not. But if
3: he's, I've then, always, i li- yeah. I feel a bit sorry for Diogo Delo. I've always liked him, and I think. He's just been. I don't think he's been terrible for Manchester United. I I think he's been okay. I I think think he's had some good games. I just think he's not. You know, we're trying to kick on, and I don't know if he's. I think he was born
2: in Mourinho's. We're going to play three at the back. This decision, and he was going to be a wing back. I think he does look better at wing back, um, but I don't think he's a. I don't think he plays in a four. I just don't think he's good enough. I don't think he's defensively good enough, and I think that I don't think we're good enough either. To be honest, mm. yet I don't think we're a team that can just go, let's have two full backs to bomb on. And I think now that we've got Wan Basaka, we've seen how good and solid that can be with a good defensive right back. I don't think we're going to change from that.
3: It does speak volumes, though. I know it's you know, you could argue it's not necessarily true, but there's certainly enough rumours going around to make you think it could happen that Barca are in for him. Mm. So you know, that he's makes not, sense. He's not a duffer, he's not terrible at football, he's still only a young man who can play play well. And uh, you know, has played well for Manchester United I just don't think he's consistent enough or got the sort of I think for Barca he'll probably, probably do really well
2: at yeah. Barca you know, cause I think he's a very good talented footballer going forward and when they're going to have still Barca 80% of the ball kind of thing I think he fits well with that but I think defensively I think he struggles mm.
3: It's not a bad move is it from being fourth choice United left back to Barcelona To being fourth choice Barcelona <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> um, Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe that They've
1: got Semedo and they've got Alba on that side as well and they've got a few options I think yeah. ahead of him but it might be a change for him that yeah. if obviously Solskjaer's not keen then it might be worth it um, let's have a, look, a little look at transfers this week in the last week we've seen Sancho people saying there's been an £89, £89 million bid made that was rejected other people coming out saying no nah, no such bid exists and the Sancho one's one that keeps going and Sky yesterday saying United are increasingly confident of getting Sancho and that Dortmund and all the stuff we've heard over and over again but do you think that there's a chance that Sancho is in and amongst the squad if we sign him? or do you th- do How do you think that's going to work? Because obviously he's basically had a, pre- he's, oh sorry, he's had a rest, hasn't he? Do- Bundesliga finished, was it three weeks ago? Yeah, it finished a little while ago. Don't know. Yeah. Um, and that'll be an interesting one, bringing in not just Sancho, but whoever United bring in. James Cooper on the Tier 1 podcast with you saying how he expects three signings yeah. um, this summer. Um, and it's going to be interesting how they come in and come out because there might be a, a, a scene where... We bring, tra- we bring players in to help sort of train them up for the Europa League final or later stage of the Europa League and then everyone goes off on holiday and there's like four players training and I don't know, it's going to be a bit of a weird one. Are you expecting transfers to come soon or are you thinking it's going to be taking our time, taking our time, taking our time with things?
3: I always worry, because this last summer, we had this thing didn't we, where we did one deal at a time. Do you remember? Mm. We did, and forgive me if I'm getting them the wrong way around, but we did, Wan-Bissaka took... I can't remember if it was Maguire or a first but we did that went on for 11 days then we mm. moved on to the next one that took mm. two
1: weeks and then not enough time to the Dan James one got Stupid postponed day because day. He's like, he's, he's we that deal with away, transfers like you're watching telly like you can only have one channel on at once yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Need <laughs> <laughs> you, like, we need Sky multi-room. we need more true. than one channel going on at once right, how you come you can only make one deal in
3: 2011 phone in the summer of 2011 you're right we did like Young, Jones and De Gea within like a week mm. it was just boom 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 done Do you know what I mean? And then this summer, like I said, it took us a month to make those three deals, one of which was already done. It just got postponed because obviously Dan James lost his dad. So you can't be doing that again because the window's short at this time. We want to get these players in. We don't want to do... The thing that happened with Bruno is, yes, it was great we got him, but the frustrating thing was, even to the point of we got him in January, at the end of January, Mm. it was annoying because we got him a little bit earlier. It didn't make much difference in the grand scheme of things because we finished third, but... You don't want to be doing that this season, getting Sancho in late or whoever, and it no. takes him a while, and that can cost you some points or it can
2: cost you a few games. Yeah, you've so, seen as well It's going to be so tight this season. It you've really seen him is. come back for Dortmund, not fit. So maybe no. he's one of them people that needs a pre-season. Yeah, there's needs been, to be yeah. switched And there's on. been a couple of times with
1: Sancho's, in Sancho's career, which is something I would be slightly cautious of, or at least... If I was Solskjaer and in that position, it would be something that we would, I'm sure is being discussed, where his attitude and his turn up late for training and coming back not fit has been called into question a few times. There's been a couple of sequences in the last couple of years where he's been on the bench because of off the field stuff with Dortmund. So if he's maybe, again, I'm not trying to tar his whole career as, as, as having a bad attitude, but there has been times when he's clearly not got on with, Dormant well, particularly again, well it could
2: be someone like Rooney someone like we've got Luke Shaw now that is just someone that needs a pre-season yeah which always, is fine we need to accommodate inside. for that yeah. we
1: can't be getting someone in for, with two days before the end of the wi- or two days after the window ends or before the window ends sorry and be like oh, go on then play then especially because the window ends in October we need to get him in before the final And that's yeah, the yeah, thing as well. if we came got in in October and that, we're that, six games it. in and we're, we've only got four points yeah and we're having to pause out of another nightmare this
3: season it's going to be so much tighter because Chelsea have already made signings the Scousers and City aren't going anywhere, it pains me to say. City are making signings. So for us to actually get third is gonna be harder
2: this season. I know people that, won't want to hear that And there's City and Wolves that had left in any Europe because Chelsea's still got a game, but, but they're three not, down, aren't they, away They're to gonna send it. the kids and just go just Give go on lads, have a, have a great have a holiday there. They're not gonna put a full swing team out, I wouldn't think, to try and, and win. It's one game. It it's matter, one it. game they come back done. Pre-season. Um so, there's them. There's only three teams. You've got the rest of the league that are going to have this. Looks like it feels like an extended break for them. They're going to have almost two months at it, kind of thing, or at least six weeks at it. And if you don't come in flying, you know we can drop points against the lower down teams, which we did at the start of this season. That kind of derailed everything. So we have to be flying as we start this season. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and we need any signings we make needs to be in at least two or three weeks before we start the season.
3: Like you were saying earlier, you know, you look it already. City at the time of recording this looks like the Aki deal is going to mm. happen. They've got the, the the young lad from Valencia, is it Torres. Torres, yeah. yeah um, for that, um, Torres. Then you Chelsea have already Phil done Werner. Um, who else have done um, ZH. 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 ZH and, and Havertz? Havertz is
1: on the way th- by looks of things,
2: looks, th- looks th- like that's a done deal. So they're not fucking about. Yeah, the Havertz one because they're in. Uh, Europa League as well no. so I think that's going to be easy. well it's
1: difficult for Chelsea because they only signed two players when they had a transfer ban last summer I so, yeah. you know, <laughs> brought really, in 39 recall really 39 loanees players, yeah. that they had
3: that, no, you know, that almost sort of went putting under the radar putting on
1: a full time deal and getting Pulisic <laughs> in that's got to be hard when you're on a transfer ban isn't it 100 million quid worth of players <laughs> on I a mean? transfer ban they really need some improvements um, this is one of those things that is just a stupid thing to say but when we're looking at next season and obviously Chelsea are improving and not not because i think either any of those players that were mentioned are bad players but you'd assume that maybe not all of them will be immediately successful at the club just because the way transfers tend to work especially big money transfers like that you look at city who continuously pay at least 40 to 60 million for for defenders who invariably get dropped after 2 months um do you think there's a case that united could maybe overtake obviously we have overtaken chelsea but and liverpool who Again, whilst they've been so good this season have lost some of their sort of luster a little bit in the last few weeks just because they don't try they're not you know you've won the lead they're not trying as much but you can't just turn back on let's win every game especially when this season they scored less than they did last season and you know they, they conceded more and all these sorts of things statistically other than the points they actually weren't as dominant this season. I know that sounds stupid. No, yeah I, I get where you're you are When you watch them, you didn't think, "Fucking hell, they're going to get five every game like they did last year." They were much more conservative, much more reserved, but got the wins, obviously, which sealed the title for them. But if they aren't improving next season, do you think there's a, a potential for the, the, that points gap to be narrowed?
3: I think they, I think it can be, but I think they can get away with that and still win the title. Yeah, I think yeah. they can get away with that, you know, and still. City are obviously setting their stuff. Because not
1: improving is, is a is no. a bad thing to do. Because especially if when you their look players at, are all if, mid to late twenties. If you look at ninety nine
3: with United, mm. yeah, which I often do.
1: It's a good one at it? Remember, well, And I was it's it was. the
3: greatest season any club has ever had in the history of English football. Fact. Um, we were that good, and then in two thousand we walked the league almost, mm-hmm. but we weren't as good as we were in ninety nine. In no. two thousand and one we we walked the league. And I, I mean, I remember going and seeing teams like Derby and Charlton beating us because we'd already won the league and we didn't care. Mm. I think it was 2000 when we won it—the earliest time it's ever been won. I think it was yeah. in April until yeah, no, no, because they didn't play till June, so it's all shit. <laughs> it's a fact. Eat it's that fact. dorks. Yeah, it's, we, the, <laughs> look at we the calendar. It, we won it quicker than they any actually team. won it.
1: Lo- it took them longer than any other yeah, team. Yeah, when it's till Premier June, league. absolutely disgrace. Like they were the best team. Should ever. be
3: ashamed of yourselves. Um, but but the, my, the point is, we were that good to start with that. Other teams couldn't catch us, even though mm. you could argue that 2000 and 2001 we weren't quite as dominant. If mm. you watch those and games, I mean, we know, well, you had yeah, we s- had the yeah.
2: go- goalkeeper issues for them two yeah. seasons as well. For mm. as much as your best mate disappeared, <laughs> and we can, dis- you know, we we struggled for goalkeepers for two yeah. two seasons. We improved in. Stan missed a load of games, didn't he? In two 2001, I think he only played 15. Albeit, yeah. he was amazing um, in those 15 games. So we kind of did. For the village. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, list. yeah. Oh, yeah. Best oh, no. defender I've ever seen at Old Trafford. It is. Vidic, yeah. hang on a minute, right? It, this, this whole fucking rose tinted glasses with Manu Vidic. Manu Vidic was great, yeah. He was a great defender and I loved him. But he's the third best centre-back I've seen at United.
1: Behind Stam and Ferdinand.
3: Yeah. And if it wasn't for yeah. injuries, I'd have put Wes Brown above him. But Wes Brown had <laughs> too many injuries. That's that's. No, you, but people love stats and what they go when they look at yeah. Vidic. His stats are better than Ferdinand's. His yeah. stats are better than I Van Dijk's. Yeah, the yeah. So they go, look at the stats. Look at the Cleans. Look at this. Rio Ferdinand, if you look at the amount of games he mm-hmm. played and the way he yeah, played, there is, there's he a, reinvented defending almost. Yeah. There is. was
2: there's a bit of heart behind Vidic in the fact yeah. that he tackled people with his and head also a for lot. A period, that was, that yeah. was kind of, that's it. Yeah. The, he was the captain. He but was for a period. He was goals,
0: as good
1: and as people say he was. Between oh yeah, I'm 2007 not, I'm not, i 2007 and 2009. He was, he was
3: amazing. Incredible. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sort of. This isn't a criticism of Vidic, and I'm not having a dig because he left those women. No, it. yeah. I'm not saying that. My my point is like for me, and you know I've seen. Some amazing defenders at, at United, Gary Palace to Steve Bruce, for example, Lauren defenders. Blanc, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Paul McGraw, a little bit. I was a bit too young, but I still saw glimpses. Um, but for Vidic to be the third best means he was amazing. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. he wasn't, I'm just saying for me, Stan was the best I ever mm. saw, closely followed by Rio, closely followed by Vidic. Any one of them mm. would walk into any team in the world, and any one of them now in their prime would be the best defender in the Premier League if they were playing now,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, I think there's, a, yeah, I said, there's a bit I about Vidic because he scored a few goals as well. That was that was the other thing that kind of got Vidic. Yeah. he scored big goals in a couple of and in a couple of big games and things like that. And like I said, tackling with the head, the mm. he had that old school way of just you know fucking. He he, he, th- he, he, was, he th- was, <laughs> went through brick walls kind of things. He was quality in that kind of way. He wasn't as good as Stam on the ball. He wasn't as no, good as Stam. Right. As Stam, Stam, Stam
3: was just a machine, and you could put Jonsson Berg. I might be getting my dates wrong here but I don't think Sylvester would play alongside him but I think Gary mm. Neville might have slotted in Wes Brown any of those players next to him looked mint yeah. mm. they did and to be fair they were good defenders they weren't like I said but it didn't matter who we played alongside and it only started coming off the wheels started coming off when we got rid of him and then brought in Rio and Rio wasn't quite yeah, it wasn't uh, there, there wasn't yet. the player he became yeah. quite no. there we had problems anyway he's only like 21 22 yeah. we had problems anyway and it sort of you know I think Fergie admitted he's admitted it he underestimated how good Stan was mm. and how yeah. important he was. Vidic, like you say, best January signing him ever, anyone's ever had. Best window anyone's ever had. Just revitalised the entire team. So yeah, yeah you know,
2: the fucking. But boat. like the original point of scouts is not improving. because yeah. that's what it is. That's what it because could. because also let's find Vidic. Oh, Sorry, I did forget but what right the point as was. As much
1: as you know. Support for Devils is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Nice. (laughs) I like the idea that they belong to the whole family. Manscaped just launched in the UK. Didn't you know that, Jay? No, I didn't didn't know that. We've gone years without using the right tools for the job. You can be one of the first men in England to experience their life-changing products that's why manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer the manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest and i'll say it ball hair trimmer ever created and it's just released the an unimproved lawnmower 3.0 in the uk have you ever 3.0. used a lawnmower before a uh, conventional one yes yeah what did you think to it and we've got, we've got it's to good. It's good. We'll imagine this, but on a smaller scale. Right, okay. Much smaller in some cases. The third generation trimmer <laughs> features a cutting edge, no, no pun intended, ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. When I tell you this is premium, Jay, I mean premium. I'm not just saying the word premium, because it is. The batch lasts up to 90 minutes, so you can take even longer to shave. Well, you that's get,
3: that's what I need. You can probably get yeah, a few yeah. goes need, out of it. Yeah, I, yeah, I need 90 time. 90 minutes. Yeah, you, you need time. time. I'm not rushing this. No, because they real I thick. I like 90 minutes is perfect. You just watch the game whilst yes. doing this. Like, yeah. Multitasking. That's <laughs> Multitasking. Multitasking. <laughs>
1: (laughs) Yeah, chips and dip (laughs) on the chest, (laughs) (laughs) landscape down below. Uh, The water-resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower, Uh, and one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming, which I've always found sometimes it gets a little dark under there. It does. And I'm like, what am I trimming? What aren't I trimming? Have I accidentally taken a leg off? You don't (laughs) want any of that, do you? You want to know exactly where you are. You want to be able to see the tracks that you've covered. Uh, and y- you don't want to miss any areas. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. I mean, I've been asking for, for years. I've got everything. Need. I've got a 100 RPM one. It's just an, an old lady with a pair of shears. Uh, they've also, uh, let's not forget, actually, as well about the charging stand, and that's one of the key features I want to talk about. Show off your mower loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand, it's not been designed by Dumbo's. This has been designed by intelligent people, and its convenient charging dock is powered by USB, which means you can show it off. You invite someone around to your house. Look at that. What's that charging over there? Plug it's into the your laptop at work. Plug into your laptop at work. It's the lawnmower 3.0. If you're listening to me right now, you want to experience this. You want to experience this firsthand for yourself. That's just true. Let's get the push. Let's get the bush to tush clean. <laughs> get 200 percent off and free shipping with the code DEVILS at manscaped.com. Your balls are gonna thank you. They're gonna say thank you, and you're gonna go, I didn't even know you could speak. And they're gonna go, it's because my mouth was covered by all these hairs for all these years. Get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code devils at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code devils. It's time to shave those balls.
3: We'll put the uh, we'll put a link in the description as well on oh, the yeah. audio boom so you can get get your twenty percent off. And listen, it's the modern era. Get with it.
1: Yeah, yeah it is. get with it. Shave those boils. It would be it would be stupid to to say that Liverpool are certainly going to drop points next season. Obviously, because you know, why do would you, they? do you think
3: that is a decline? Slight decline towards the end of the season with Liverpool. Yeah. I, do you I think that genuinely I, is like this? the
1: Athletic Madrid game. Yeah, and post yeah was a team that was being very. They were so, so I would call them ruthless in the first few months, or sort of savvy, and it was it wasn't like look at us, free-flowing football, we'll concede two, but we'll score six, which is how it felt a bit more last season. I know they weren't quite to that extent and they were they were defensively good, but it felt, it was a lot of two-ones and, oh, the drawing, oh, 80th-minute winner. Oh, the, you know, the, the, they're still in um Oh, two goals in the last 15. It felt like they were... Obviously, winning more games than ever, but not being quite as imperious and as and as, as scary. They weren't as good this season. No, they weren't. And they haven't scored as many wise. goals. They haven't. Football-wise, you know, they weren't as good. Firmino's I not good at home until the last game of the season. That's really? Not the, that's not the attack. He, he's, he's not done what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, Say that again. But also, you look as well. <laughs> so they the same didn't. Same amount of goals as Firmino. After <laughs> they lockdown. didn't. What prove particularly from last yes. season to this season <laughs> yeah, either. Let's far. not forget that they haven't improved that squad much from last season I to will,
3: this season. I mean, this is the the only bit of credit I'll, I'll ever give Jurgen Klopp is he knew like everyone was going on in the summer weren't he? Like he's not strengthened. Mm. He's making a mistake. I think he knew his team was set. Yeah, to, and, the, to g- and they brought in Keita well, a little bit yeah, and Fabinho a little bit more right. as well. But also, I mean, and I'm not being bitter and the, the deserves, you win a title you deserve it. I'll mm. say that about any team whether it's Leicester, whether it's Blackburn, whether it's United, whether it's the Scousers. But not he also. got very lucky <laughs> He got very lucky with injuries as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen a club have that fewer injuries yeah. over a season and win the league. Because over two that seasons. front three, the way they play as well, yeah. to not have any injuries is
1: pretty much unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they, they deserve yeah. to be titled but then, winners. But then, so I was, so they've, they've been so consistent for two years now. Uh, this season, again, like I said, looking slightly less free-flowing than they have done. But also, let's not forget City dropped what was it, 25 points from City, what they got last season? City's title so this season, title season was terrible. Losing a 36-year-old who didn't have any knees for the last three years in company, but was still obviously talismanic and good for him. And then having one long-term injury to another centre-back. And that was the difference. Kevin De Bruyne had played almost all of the season, having not played the season before. So, you know, we talk about how good he is, and he is probably the best player in the league. He isn't the difference between them winning the league and not winning the league. Laporte is. Because De Bruyne yeah. was injured yeah. most of last season, and that's where you look at, and they won the league something easy, not well, easy,
2: but that's them in serious trouble. Yeah, he's he's that player that makes because Trent and Trent and Robertson are good going forward, mm. but you take Van Dyke away from them there, then defensively it's not mm. as good. It, it, Gomez is yeah. okay, but he's no, but he's like it's like, it's like that stamp thing of yeah.
3: if you've got Gomez or yeah. Matip next to now Van Dyke every game again next yeah, season, it, they'll look and, good,
2: but but they've still and then they've lost players that rotate in they've just lost Alana they st- Lov- they've got rid of Lovren as well not starters but they were squad players that play games game for them that meant that mm. these guys have a break in these games these games and this game I just think they pe- can't do anymore in, a w- in the way that people think that it takes a lot more to go from
1: being a, a third or fourth place team to challenging for the title and I'm not saying that we're going to do that but Liverpool ha- did that a couple of years ago didn't they you know um, they were behind us the season when we finished second and then the next season they got 95 points so or Two seasons like they got 95 yeah. points. Uh, so you're never as far off as you think. And I don't think you're ever as secure at the top as you think either. Well, Chelsea is a, p- a perfect example of that. They I get 90 th- points one season S- and about 50 the next S-
2: year S- every three years. The last two seasons, everyone's thought they are going to go neck and neck Liverpool. There is no chance they're going to be this mm. far behind. 23 point. points or whatever it was 23 mm. points it was as bad as and we were under Moyes with a, with a crumble of Liverpool towards the end as well where they only picked up they, they'd lost a lot of games that they, sh- they wouldn't have done mm. or they dropped a lot of points but, after yeah. lockdown that they wouldn't have done yeah, only won the won one interesting trophy.
3: thing for me as well is like everyone loves Pep Guardiola but when's he rebuilt a team mm. he, he went to He's Barca not. he it's got it's a team he promoted or focused more on like Zavi and Iniesta and Su was on his way out I know he got one season out of him like you know, there's certain players that he just moved on or whatever. Um, Ronaldinho, I think, for example. Then he went to Bayern, sort of had that team there, strengthened yeah, but all it. All he did with them was no, that's what won I mean. The league they'd been yeah. winning every year, yeah, anyway. That's my point. Went yeah. to City, okay. At City, you know, he brought in a lot of players, made a lot of signings. Some he got right, a lot he got right, some he got wrong. likes of Bravo, for example, Nolito. Also, they the brought in De Bruyne and Sterling before he got there knowing yeah, he him. was on his way because he knew that pl- those, those are plays he benefit from. But you've never seen... Guardiola did what Fergie he's did never, well, he's never Had a team that was most successful, team, most then it sailed don't. off and rebuilt it he's, to be successful first, again. The he's the never th- done that. To be fair... If he
2: kicks in, off this season, it's his longest ever stint as a manager.
1: In Fucking the Premier off. League, really? there are only two managers yeah. that have ever done that and that's Wenger and Ferguson. No one has ever won the league with a team rebuilt it and won the league with the same team again no no one's ever done that Chelsea do that independently <sighs> yeah, from their no, managers right. they rebuild and, and win it again
2: right. This f- Torres that they're signing this, yeah. which I think is going to be a good sign I love out. how they're all, the they're all
3: fucking experts on him now every city fan no, I've seen has always rated best him bit I've about never it. heard him mention him before in the lives
2: a journalist said um, I've not seen much of this Torres but if Pep Guardiola wants him he must be a good player mm. he signed John Stones fuck off for 50 I mean? million quid I People oh. forget that he's spent so much money on players, mm. quite yeah. Quite yeah. and he yeah, has like signed Mangala some. and he Otamendi has signed some very good players, but yeah, like doesn't like mean Men- that he's yeah. automatically been good. They've signed a lot of players that have mm. been shit these last few years as well. Mm-hmm. That the fact that they've just signed yeah, four of them, Pep's Cancelo last season, great. Cancelo yeah. last season played four games or something, yeah. for don't sixty don't million quid. Don't
3: forget, like when they brought in Bravo and dropped Joe Hart. That was massive. That was, mm. this is going to be the keeper and who's going to play the way I want to play And also, he'd back. had
1: him as a keeper before. Yeah. He knew him. Yeah, and he spent won, like 30-odd oh, million and mm. broke the record for a keeper like. or whatever. All it was, was
3: shit. And he was terrible, yeah, yeah. terrible. Yeah. And then it was like, go all again. right, I'm going to go again and buy another most yeah. expensive yeah. keeper in the world. Yeah. And it was like, people go, oh, Pep. You know, yeah, you've got defensive problems. You've got a 50 million pound young defender. You were about to be the next big thing in John Stones and you can't get a tune out of it.
2: I had a city fan say to me today. I think overpaying oh, for Nathan Aké. So he's your sixth most expensive defender if he comes that's in. What I mean, and it's like, and that's in the current squad, <laughs> and you've still got Otamendi and Mangala that cost around the same mm. in the forty million pound mark. You're like, that's eight to nine defenders that you've all signed.
3: It's really interesting as well because that spine you spoke about, it, company. The spine's always been Silver's for me. Gone. Yeah, company. I'd throw in Fernandinho. I'd throw in Silver. And um, Aguero, and yeah. Aguero of, of the original. I know you've yeah. got De Bruyne, you've got um, Negredo, you've got yeah, yeah, Barlow Negredo. when he scored
1: no. like eight games in, in a row at home, but never scored on away goal. He,
3: you know, he, I remember at one point he's like his record was nine in thirty-four, and everyone's going how wonderful he was, and Welbeck's was exactly the same. And everyone's going out oh, shit season. He's up. Come on, done well. Uh, exactly. Bring your back. Oh, Don't don't get me started. <laughs> Dreams do come true. Um, <laughs> but that, that that spine that historically, you know, Manchester mm. City spine from company. Who's already obviously already re- left? Silver's going. Mm. Aguero's on his way out. Fernandinho is thirty-four, I think. Yeah, it's, this is now and he the time. At so He centre back
2: from all season. He played the centre back from all season. Over John Stone. That's what it's I mean. A big change that. Rodri came in and I think he was good, but he was nowhere near fernandinho Fernandino he I don't good, know. but not where Fernandino is. What was. I mean, like David me. Silver comes in, they're gonna have to. Rep- he's gone. You're gonna have to replace him. For as much as you're gonna say Phil Foden's gonna fill it, together. he's not you thought that they said that John Stones was going to fill where company was it's not going to happen you know so they're going to have to strengthen they, they're they the other team that yes they spent money already but that team is still now weaker than it was last yes. season losing David Silva and replacing him with and, and Sane as well and replacing him with this Torres and Ake still a weaker team than it was last year
3: it is and I think you know he's got a take some responsibility for that because it's been a dreadful mm-hmm. title defence. Yeah. I don't get the contradictions, the fact that he says Phil Foden's the greatest player he's ever worked with. Yeah, he doesn't play him week in, week out. Why not? You're fucking sweat your points behind the champions. Why have you not played one of your best players you've ever worked with week in, week out? Yeah. You don't see us dropping Marshall or fucking
2: Bruno. You don't see us dropping Greenwood since Yeah, the, exactly. It just makes no come sense come out and that. said that he's the best. He needed, he's, And, the, and uh, he's, he needed to bulk up and he did that over yeah. the, the lockdown. And now he's played. Simple ass. whereas Foden...
3: It's just it's the same old thing with these managers. They're like, you know, he, oh, you know, it's like Klopp giving out fucking appearances at the end of the seasons, likes of Harvey Elliott and all these other like youngsters. Oh yeah, you know, these are the next big thing. He was saying that about Ryan Brewster three seasons ago, and I've fucking yeah. seen him get a sniff.
1: He got he scored a nice goal for Swansea in the Championship yesterday. Well,
3: that's what I mean. It's like it's just oh, we've got mm. the greatest youngster ever worked with, and I'm going to do this and the other with him. And yet yeah, it's just nonsense. Just mm. talking yeah. rubbish.
1: Uh, back to United then. Um, Solskjaer, obviously. Uh, it's hard to say overachieved, but we weren't expecting to finish third necessarily at the start of the season. Um, Do you think that moving into next year, obviously we're looking for reinforcements with this potentially three positions we want to improve on. Do you think that if he doesn't get those positions or even if he does, what are the expectations for next season is what I'm asking? Because are are we just going to lose one game and Solskjaer out again?
3: For me personally, I think next season a trophy and top four, Mm. even though people won't like that is sort of realistic. I mm. think being involved in the title conversation up until maybe March would be moving in the right direction. I we'll don't think massive. we can title We title haven't challenge. we haven't challenged for the yeah. title since I don't Berg think we elect. can with his no. squad and I don't think free signings which is think what we'll get as you mentioned James Cooper said the other day and I believe him. I don't think that'll be enough. If we're
1: within 6 points of the top team in the country at Christmas I'll be over the moon with that. Yeah. And we I know need, listen I'll be over and the moon before with
3: that. people go oh look at United I get it but you've got to look at
1: where we're coming from. There's no point in being deluded. It's, it's going, too late for that, I yeah. think. That whole, oh, we United, we should expect more for Well, what, what are you doing then? Yeah. Well, at I what point do you have to say, we aren't the Man United that we were for 30 years or that we have been for, you know, f- f- 40 of the last 70 years? We're not that team. No, I think well, the... Got to be more the, realistic. we need to challenge for titles. Go on then. You look at Try the, challenging <laughs> for titles. Sorry, we're You look here.
2: at the last two managers that have come in, their first seasons. Van Hal got us back into the top four, but then... The squad was weaker for the next season mm. because we lost Di Maria, Falcao and all them and replaced. And all we had to do was replace them. We weren't building on a squad. Mourinho got us Europa League, got us Champions League football. There was a little bit of a feel good. You could see something that was happening. You could see his team kind of building. And then all we did in the transfer market was replace the pe- people that he lost. Because he lost Latan, brought Lukaku in. He lost Michael Carrick, and brought Matic in. And then we brought us another centre-half when... I don't think he quite thought mm. Lindelof or was going to be good enough. Yeah. You know, so we brought another centre out or oh, was, was it Bayou was it if he signed the first? It was season? like when
3: you saw the likes of um say Daley Daily Blindley, for example, yeah. and then you know you brought in Eric Bayou, just couldn't get a run. The squad Marcus Rowe was not mm. he obviously didn't rate him or he couldn't get he couldn't rely on him. Chris Smalling was in and out, Jones was in and out. It didn't felt it felt like it was just staying the same. Yeah. The squad, like, never, the the squad, squad never got on. any better, yeah. as
2: I said. When Lukaku came in, squad didn't improve. No. We put on different number nine instead of Latan because yeah. Latam was never going to play again. He was going to get a run of games when his knee got better. That was it. He was going to help us out in the cup. That was it. We need to, next going into next season, improve on the squad because mm. if we don't, then this whole board conversation that we've had for years about and, and the Glazers and all this will come back again because, look, you know, we did it with Van Hal, done it Mourinho. If we do it with the third manager, where we don't back him yeah. after they've Especially had, when they've after they've been successful, they've over, after, again after Van Hal was relatively successful with mm. that team, did okay in that with that team, got us top four again, looked a bit better, didn't improve, went. Mourinho got us back in Champions League football, won a couple of trophies, looked better, looked like we had the winning mentality again, didn't improve the squad, left, and mm. there was a lot of Mourinho problems. But if if Ollie does that again, if we have this season where. You know, top three, which was is overachieving for, for that squad, mm. or uh, as good yeah, as. Was, Tottenham have underachieved. It was, and as, and it was as good as it was going to do. You yeah. know, he's done as well as that squad was ever going to do. And if we maybe pick up a trophy or have a good, we've had two good cup runs. If we get a third where we get to a final, maybe. If we don't improve on that, then there's that mm. big question again: is what what do we do? You've got if you look what at what do we do here, history,
3: and I'm not saying that he's as good as Alex Ferguson because no manager in the history of football is. No, but you look at Fergie. Fergie came in. And I might be getting these wrong, but forgive me. I think he had sort of one season where we got to second, miles away from Liverpool. Yeah. And then the next season, we were like, we dropped off massively. But then he got another season. Yeah. And yeah. I think that was his third full season where we won, a t- where we won the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. But the point was, it was up and down. Yeah. But the yeah. Pro- you could sort of trust in the process, for one yeah, of yeah. a better expression, where he was bringing through the youngsters. He was changing the ethos of the club. He was doing all these things. And again I had the caveat I'm not saying he's a good as Fergie but always changing things at United yeah, there yeah. is more trust in youth he has shifted on some of the expensive players that weren't up to standard there is a sort of feel good factor amongst the squad they mm, get on with is. each other they like each the other style the, play yeah, the style of play we score more he, goals he's shown his faith in the likes of Rashford Martial mm. he, he seems to have built some bridges with Paul Popper. He's you know what I mean the signings of words so if next season for example we could finish next season on 80 points and finish 4th. Mm,
2: yeah. It could
3: happen Definitely. because the th- reason that 66 points this season got us 3rd was because we beat Chelsea on away, we beat Leicester on away, we beat um City on away. City home and away. Yeah. Now you can pick up 66 points, mental. lose to Chelsea on away, lose to in Leicester on away, yeah. lose to City on away and finish with 66 points in 10th or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's how we've done it. But I think next season it's going to be diff- more difficult and it might be a case of we get more points, which is progress, but we might necessarily not have... Mm. We might finish fourth or yeah. whatever. And we've just got to be prepared for that a little bit because yeah. Yeah. I want to see that this, this team and this club is moving forward. You, know, you mentioned Van Al. It's a great example. Van Al got us to fourth. Next season, won the FA Cup. Now, on paper, that looks like, okay, but the fucking football, and you know better but we, than know, was We lost dreadful we in lost second players season. Like that second season. It was season, shite. Van Persie and had gone. I'm not being funny. I couldn't do it Van Persie season.
2: left, didn't he? Nanny yeah. left. Um, it was players Horrible. Like so uh, Di Maria left, as left. As well. Hernandez left. So four. I think Danny Welbert left in that <laughs> yeah, second well season that, as well. Yeah, that ruins just any but season. Those attacking players, that whatever we had left, and we replaced them with Memphis Depay, who didn't work out. Didn't we? Yeah. But we didn't. The squad didn't get better. The squad no. kind of. We made and signs. It didn't get better. Now this season, if we sign another defender in left back or center half, I think they're the two positions. A midfielder, creative player, Anna Jay, and a and Jane Sancho. But then, if you lost a player, if you lost a Paul Pogba, if that still happened, then we've not improved again. But mm. So we need to be prepared for that, and we need to that squad needs to look better next season. Yeah. So if we do lose a Paul Pogba, if that still happens, two midfielders coming for that. You know, we need to look better on paper than we did. Whereas we've not in the past. We've we've signed plays. You know, I said Mourinho signed Lukaku, which was a very good player for his system, but the squad wasn't. Here better. I just
3: I just think Lukaku was a massive mistake yeah. and I think it fucked us and yeah. I know people don't agree because they go "He's scored 42 goals in 96 games look at the goals he scored look at how he scored them fits and starts didn't turn yeah. up in the big games and I think we put all our eggs in that basket admittedly there wasn't a lot of available there I team was around. The Alvaro Morata was the other one or, you know exactly who's worse than Luke Arca. Yeah, we there made there yeah. the right decision of the two yeah but it just didn't work out but well, no. we
2: didn't get the players we we didn't get the lads that could cross a ball next to him, which is Mm. the thing is, that was the whole point is that you've gone down this path and this is the whole thing with Ollie now. Oli needs very good technical footballers. We need a Jaden Sancho. I need a Grealish that will come in as well and make this even better. To so just win hundreds of penalties next season. I hope We have a season where... So I, break the, I want
1: to break that record. I don't want to break the record. Penalties. I want us only to score penalties next <laughs> season. I want us to score 111 goals and all of them are penalties. I, I, would, I would love, love that. Imagine love how not. fuming people would be. Mate,
3: you know my thoughts on piss boiling. That would be better That'd be better so than that. If, if we won the league <laughs> and only scored...
1: Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer without penalties has actually got a 0% win record. I'd fucking love it. Yeah. Only penalties you Take away on. his penalties. We only scored. Not one. We have scored, <laughs> That's it. Penalties, penalties. Yeah, yeah. Take and away Martial's Mar- penalties. It's a 100-goal season because he takes every single one of them and doesn't miss. That's <sighs> what that, I want. That would be mint. I don't care about all this. No, refs are giving it easy.
2: The only Fuck score set-piece goals. This kick, season has been the one
1: season where more penalties
3: than ever have been... Guaranteed because of VAR. Mm. Like in the past, there's been up for debate and you know, that, but you've had penalties checked. Like I said, someone went, someone went through in, them for. I've seen that
2: thread where someone went through all 14. Mm. And there's maybe. There's, there's like, one or there's two. There's or three that, that, that were, you think maybe no, not. And then yeah. there's
1: two or three that we probably should have got that we didn't. Yeah. And uh, the one got, where Fred got yanked back on the edge of the box against City. Was it City? No, you yeah, got City. tripped over against City. There's one where he got pulled back on the edge of the box as well.
2: Martial got pulled over in the Palace game as well.
1: That's the one I'm on about, yeah. The thing is, right?
2: Like.
3: Historically you've always had this controversy with penalties and there's there's, there's times when you've had like decisions that um, have cost you that have really cost you. Do you know what I mean? Like in the past where you go, Oh, that shouldn't have happened or that should have happened or mm-hmm. whatever. But um I think like looking at it over the course of the season it has been pretty fair.
1: Yeah. It has been pretty fair and you you see less now of the of people diving, like Ashley Young got a reputation for it and certain people got a reputation for it for diving and I think you see less diving now because you,
2: you can't get, you can't get away really. with it. No.
1: And maybe the ones where the goalie comes out and you sort of start to go over before he takes your ankles out, we saw Bruno do one of them, but he still took his ankles out. Like yeah. it, it, the, the, does the, that. the Ashley Young one where someone would come across you and you're diving over like that, we saw Grealish do one the other week, didn't we? Yep. And people you just, don't just get take away this out that. of him instead. Yeah. Um, and I think the, 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 the percentage success rate on penalties given is higher than it ever has been. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thank God. It's good. It's, and good. it's great, isn't it? It's 14 good. penalties this season. Love Men. It. Um, Right, so Jay, before we go, obviously this is the last uh, podcast before the Europa League starts. We're going to be covering all that on Strip for Pad. We'll have watch alongs for the LaSK game. We can, I, I reckon we should maybe do some sort of some sort of competition to see if anyone can guess the correct starting eleven against LaSK. Because I'll be stunned if anyone gets it. I'll, I'll be absolutely stunned if anyone gets that eleven right. But. Um, give me your score prediction for the LASK game give me your little just a little prediction of how we're going to treat the Europa League very quickly I think he'll
3: treat it as just uh, like he's not even a glorified pre-season I think he'll give some of the youngsters a chance Mm. I think he'll get his first team squad he'll just want them to get fit so I expect to see maybe he might go for a bit more if he gets to the semis or the final but I think and certainly, for the first couple of games, it'll just be the the kids. Mm. So you say sorry. Do you say my starting eleven for the, the no? Give a score prediction. Oh, score prediction for the LSK. I think, I think the no, LSK you know that they, they lost this already. So I think we could actually hammer him again, even with the
2: kids. Mm. I think it could be something like maybe not hammering, but three 0 a 3-0 comfortable win. You know. what are you
1: thinking how are, going to, how are we going to be approaching this
2: same kind of thing but mm. I think that, I think he will bring players back if we get to mm. the same fact. I definitely think he'll bring the players back I think he'll want to win that trophy I think Ollie yeah. wants that Ollie he he needs a trophy Ollie wants that picture of the trophy I think, <laughs> yeah. I think he needs I really that for himself that. I think FA he Cup wants would have been that.
1: better because it's the best version of that trophy available even if it's not as highly regarded as Champions League or yeah. the FA Cup the FA Cup
2: is the best cup yeah, he can win definitely I think that, but I think, like I said, I think in first two games it's kids. Mm-hmm. I think Fred and McTominay get a bit of a run because they've not played many games. I think Mata comes in, Lingard plays a mm-hmm. few more, Pereira. But I think last game I'm gonna go for I'm going for like a two-two draw mm-hmm. or something like that. I think <laughs> both both games don't really care. United will score early and then it'll just be like it doesn't really matter.
3: let just ask something before you wrap up. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's it now with Paul Pogba? Do you think he stays next season?
1: I'll be f- very surprised and upset if he leaves.
3: Yeah,
2: do you think that's? Do you think that's? That he's not. Nah, I, I, mean? I don't know. I just. I don't see it happening. I don't see Madrid spending the money because they're the, they're the only team that are going to come in for him. Mm. I, I don't just see. I just do really,
3: Just for, sorry to go. I know you're wrapping up. I'm just sorry. curious because it just seems to quiet down a little bit mm. but then I think too much yeah like <laughs> too quiet as it, you know is it all is that it? Is it is it there is he just there now
1: yeah another bounce and just and before, just, probably just it, before the start I of I season the season I always worry because we've got to open. the point
3: now where Bruno and Pogba are so pivotal to the team mm. and you mentioned it earlier you said if you, get, if you lose Pogba you've got to bring in two to replace him which yeah. you get it just you know
2: I think we saw that, didn't we? In Spurs, it took five minutes. Know in Spurs sounds, for everyone to go. I know this sounds daft, <laughs> <it's pretty> <laughs> yeah. but I think if we'd have like if Grealish had been done like yeah. last week, if Grealish had been signed, I think I'd yeah. been more worried. I think we'd, I'd been going, is that back of the mind going just in case, just in case Madrid come in and go? There's 150. Do you million. think?
3: I mean, again, sorry to keep going on about it, but I do. I'm a bit of a worrier. Do you think that's all? He's more important, most important thing. All he's got to do. Keep keep pull 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 pull. Pull. Is that more
2: important, do you think, than even getting a Sancho or whatever? Or do you think Sancho, no, we have to we have to I said we have to I think we need two players at least that come yeah. in and are mm. starters that come yeah. in and play. Right, straight right. away. That's for me that's my important yeah. thing. I think we need two players, right winger and another, someone else. I just, I just else. find
3: it unnerving when we're not talking about football. I always yeah. like this is the quiet <laughs> so before long, the storm. So I don't want to, like, about. you know, obviously going about it, but I just do because yeah. I'm waiting for Riola to come out and go, you know, oh, yeah. It. Don't be surprised yeah.
1: if I, I'd be surprised if we went through the whole of pre season and into yeah. next season with no mention. Riola will come out
3: and go, Oliver oh, and Assault he's as going is the devil incarnate, and I yeah. will never will, ever speak is to that one again. If only
1: poor Pogbury would have finished, say, eighth or something, yeah, or he'll pick
3: a fight with, like, Arthur Albiston or someone, just randomly,
1: yeah. Right, that's all from us today. Let us know how you. Think and how you think uh, Solskjaer will approach the Europa League, and how you think he should approach the Europa League? Is it just a sort of glorified charity shield at this point, or is it a chance for him to win his first trophy and a major trophy at that? Let us know what you think in the comments below. Uh, thank you very much for joining us at home. Thanks for joining me, Jay and Alex. See you, See you later. And again, don't forget to check the link in the description to get 20% off and free shipping on your lawnmower 3.0 with the code devils at manscaped.com. Again, link in the description at manscaped.com.